Ready? <laughs> so this week's podcast is very fitting, coming at you in a very different format. We're going to be talking about failure setbacks, and funnily enough... We potentially failed this podcast as well. Yes, this is the last of this week's yeah. in this series, and we messed it up because... I forgot to record all the audio for it, so all the audio footage is going to come straight from the camera, which is poorer quality than we used to, so we apologise. But if you're on YouTube, you get to watch us, you know, have a right laugh in this podcast, so you may as well subscribe to the channel still and have a listen to the podcast. Enjoy it. Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. I'm Benjamin Haldeman. Don't really know how to start today's podcast. So today's podcast, we thought we'd do on failures and setbacks obviously off the back of those who know last friday we were supposed to launch the app but it didn't happen it didn't launch yeah so it's, we, it's now monday by the way just mm. to give everyone a bit of context on what day it is yeah we had some issues basically on the friday all day friday which we were trying to get fixed we when i say we me carl lucy the app team the web team marketing Indeed. we're all flat out all day trying to get these issues resolved. We were on the phone to Apple, Google, uh, different servers. Like we were just trying to uh, do as much as we could possible to make sure that we launched. We kicked back the time from six to 8 p.m. trying to get launched to give us an extra two hours window to try and get stuff sorted. Um, I was on a, a call sitting there with like eight developers, seeing what the issues were, seeing how we could get them resolved. We got most of the issues resolved, but we couldn't get it over the line quite um, by the end of the day. So we had a decision to make where we pulled it. Um, and the reason behind that was there was one major issue that was still there that we could have potentially launched with, but it would have meant launching something that we weren't potentially happy with and then people feedback being terrible on it rather than trying to just fix those issues whilst it wasn't live I think, and get it back up. I think one of the main things just to point out as well is why this is so very emotional and it was emotional for us if you did watch that very raw video that we both on the school page popped up on Instagram is because this has been a 14 month project. Um, when I say project, it is literally our heart and soul has gone into this. When we first, if you're like an OG as well, and we know all the thousands of school members will know this, when we first started our app, which was last November, no, we last August, September, mm-hmm. we were told March. And I guess that's a learning curve from myself and Ben is that don't share dates um, because it's quite difficult with an app and the digital realm to share a date because most of the time it gets pushed back. Obviously ours has been considerably pushed back because this is a custom built app. It basically means it's not like any other app you've ever seen, which, may, which makes it a hell of a long and difficult process to get this app to you. And I guess in hindsight, it's one of those things we always said, God, like I wish we hadn't shared the dates because then we stopped sharing dates and we're given the set date of the 19th, which is why it's been really, I guess, like a really tough pill to swallow for us mm-hmm. that it didn't, it didn't launch on that day because it was so emotional, the whole experience. And we physically had the app in our hands. So me, Ben and Carol sat there with this working app. However, we just had to pull it last minute because this one element as Ben said. What we'll do is I'll get Carl to insert the video uh, that we put on social media and literally just put it up, put in as a clip so you can listen to it or watch it and then we'll continue the podcast. 
Hello, just wanted to jump on, do a quick video. Don't really know what I'm going to say at the moment because um, I don't really know like what to say. We've had a some issues today, which is why we've had to now announce that we're pulling the app. Um, we don't know exactly when we're going to be able to push it live. It might be tomorrow. It might be next week. Um, just want to say thank you to everyone for all the messages. Everyone who's messaged to say good luck with the launch. Everyone who has messaged to support. Um, as you can probably tell, Lucy's a bit upset, uh, as we all are, and um, is putting a lot of work. Carl's putting a lot of work. Um, there's been a lot that's gone into this behind the scenes that you probably won't have picked up on. We all really, really, really disappointed. Uh, we all really sorry as well that we're not able to get it live tonight, and we promise that we will be coming back with the app better and stronger over the next couple of days. All right. I just let Ben speak because it's. Ooh. Yeah, well thanks for all the mess anyway guys, we appreciate it. On that note, this is why we want to talk about failures and setbacks and the things that you can learn from those sort of things as well. First, I just want to say thank you for all of the amazing messages that we had of people and support. Because I think that one of the biggest things to take away from like a setback or failure is the feedback from it. And one of the biggest pieces of feedback was just like how supportive and amazing our community is. Like all the amazing messages all the um, amazing comments in the Facebook group and all the direct messages we had about it. There was just, there was just so much support there, um, which I think was the, the thing that we can take away from it, which is a massive positive to come from the whole thing. Yeah, it was pure raw emotion because at that moment in time, we were like, what the fuck? Like we did have, we had to start planning like quite a heavy contingency plan on Friday afternoon when things started to not go to plan. And then when it got to like, half eight was it we posted that video mm -hmm. or eight o'clock Ben literally just propped up his phone and I couldn't I physically couldn't speak I was just I was absolutely in bits and it was just that very very raw state of emotion that we were sharing because in the day we were like yeah it's gonna launch it's gonna launch like everything's okay and we were like oh if it doesn't we can put up a funny video and you know play it off we absolutely I've never felt more unfunny in my life there was there was no laughter there was no laughter, but, but do you know in the day we were like, oh, we could just put one of the videos we've made and just yeah. change the date. Absolutely fucking not. Like I was in pieces. Like there was, it was a very raw, emotional yeah. video. Like Kyle's not watched it back yet. <laughs> He's gonna, right. gonna cry even though he was there. I think um, it was the whole day. We were all goes up and downs. Like we thought we were there, then we weren't. We thought we were there, then we weren't. And at the end of the day, it just fucking didn't happen. But got some more really sad news for you today as well. This is going to be the last episode of season three. Is it season three? Season three? Yeah, yes, season three. Season two is when we introduce YouTube. So this is yeah, this is going to be the last episode of this season. We're going to take a little bit of a, a break for Christmas, and then um, basically we are also redoing the set. Obviously, you've probably seen sets have changed. Like the last three weeks, we're in the old house. Then we were in the back room. Now we're in the front room. Um, yeah. So this is bougie though. This the, the, is... the office and the space that we're going to be using now is currently being painted in this, this moment in time. So when we come back for season four, we'll have a nice new setup in there, a bit, a bit more character, be nice and bougie, and we'll be ready, refreshed, ready to go with some, a new season. And on that note, again, just a massive thank you for everyone who's tuned in for this season, everyone who's interacted with the podcast, everyone who's subscribed, everyone who's listened, everyone who's reviewed. And I hope that you've all taken something away from it. It's been of value. Yeah, 100%. The podcast is, it's almost like a saving grace for us. Like, it is the most 
exciting thing to record. Like we absolutely love doing a podcast, whether it's just me and Ben or we have some incredible guests on, however we're doing it. It is truly one of like the best things that we do in terms of putting out content. And you're probably going to miss us while we're taking a little break, but Ben is right. We do need to recharge and refresh. And that's actually one of the things that I'm touching on today in terms of when when things don't necessarily go to plan. Yeah. I won't touch it yet, but just about like looking after yourself. On that note, if you're a regular listener or you just tune in for a couple of episodes, whoever you've been through the whole rank of um, podcasts that we released, to make sure that you don't miss the start of season four, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel if you're watching, or just subscribe to Spotify or Apple iTunes, just to know that you, you basically be notified when the, the next new episode comes out and when that will be. And also, if you're taking it away from the podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. because that really, really, really helps us and it really helps our rankings as well on the podcast. Yeah, but definitely for season four, audio will not be changing, but it is... Well, a little bit, we have new mics. Oh yeah, we have new mics. But have a whole new setup. Of... We're going to have new, new mics. No, but that's what I mean. So to actually get the full benefit of season four, head over to YouTube. Yeah, so we'll have new mics, new lights, new lighting setup. Carl's going to have a little digital play version. Carl's also going to have his own mic. Yay. So you would have to listen to him in the background like a, a mouse. You'd be able to actually hear his, yeah. his voice in this one. Yeah, so when we have questions that we can't answer or Cal's Googling something, you probably can't hear him off the mic, but Cal actually tells us a lot of the answers. Yeah. So, you know, we're giving Cal a bit of credit there. <laughs> 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 Couldn't be Cal's actually holding cue cards up now so you can breathe off them. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I'd be so bad at that. You <laughs> know, when they do that on TV, yeah. I'd be so stressed, like, in case you missed a card yeah. or missed a word and had to go back and you just were stumbling. Also, you be that bad yeah, because this is the last episode, we are going to do a giveaway. So we've got like a shitload of my protein stuff that we're going to be giving away. Yes. And we haven't really discussed how we're going to give it away. Are we going to do reviews? Ba- review, review I think based? we're doing review based. So if you, well, you don't if, you have to leave, you have to leave a review yeah. to enter the giveaway. So to do this, go to Apple Podcasts, search bar, type in the Not So Fit Couple podcast, scroll down, leave a review, so tap the stars, preferably five, tap the stars, write a little review and also at your Instagram name yeah. so we can find you. We will be choosing someone completely at random with the generator yeah. and then the, that will be it. The other thing to mention on that is I think sometimes if you've already left the review on the podcast it might not make, let you make a new one. So if you've already left one uh, and can't make a new one, you still want to enter the competition, what you can do instead is head over to the YouTube channel on this video leave a comment in the comment section of your Instagram handle and put left the review and um, just so that doesn't mean it means that no one's left out of this competition for a shitload of my protein stuff yeah 100% so moving on one of the things that we obviously want to talk about was failure and we've learned a lot from this project and I think potentially a lot of people will take away can I just make a note what? it's I don't feel like it's a failure I feel like it was just a blip I don't think we failed. I categorically don't think we failed. I think we failed. I think it's the wrong word. I'd argue against that. I'd say oh, we, interesting. I, when, we, when we look at it, okay, when we look at the launch date, we were, we were launching the app on Friday. Did we fail or did we succeed in launching the app on Friday? In terms of like just a specific launch? Yeah. I don't like the word fail. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. It's what we fucking did. Not achieving its end. Okay, the definition of failed is not achieving okay, its end. Okay, that is something to so discuss in itself. Its is the way that you view failure. It's yeah. obviously got, you've got, and as a lot of people do, a lot of people have a negative association with the word failure. Failure also means 
not functioning properly. Categorically, yes, the app failed so on the launch date. But, but taking the definition of not functioning proper, properly and not achieving its end result, I don't like like saying the word failure to me. I don't like that. Because that's your personal viewpoint on failure. Then this is something that I want to talk about now. I want your viewpoint. Is, well, the, the thing that we need to talk about now as well is how do you get creative again off the back of failure? And this is an, this is an important part I want to talk about today because... You cry yourself to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, because the thing that often comes from failure is pain and that thing, that feeling of should have quit, should have not, like what, what should I do next? And I think that the way that the reason why we get this way is because it affects our ego. And yeah. when we look at that part of, and this is what I was talking about on Friday, we need to drop our ego to pull the app. Like I love what, what I do more than I love my ego. So I'm, mm. I think I'm willing to dust off my shoulders and take risks again in order to be able to impact. Yeah. And I think if you, if you look at it that way, that you love what you, what you do more than you love your ego, you'd be willing to take those risks again in order to have a greater impact. I heard this great analogy. It was to do that the way that we see failure and success. And it was this part in the middle, which is what we call home. So we have this bit in the middle called home. I probably wouldn't describe this very well, but I'll try. We have this bit in the middle called home. And then from home, we take action, we work, we do things, we do what we love basically in this place called home. And then on the, this side, we have failure. Yeah, and on this side, we have success. And at any point we can be catapulted into these two categories based on some actions or decisions that we take. And what often happen, happens is that one of them is viewed as good and one of them is viewed as bad. But our subconscious and our brain doesn't really register which one we're in. It just registers that we're in one of them. So whether it be success, fame, great stuff, or failure, bad, shit, deemed as not great. Like both of them can feel the same. And all that we register is, is movement basically. So no matter what camp that you fall into, you've got to carry on trying to get home. So whether you've had loads of success, your ego's inflated, you're in this happy place, or this weird place still because you're away from what you were originally doing, you've been launched into success, you still need to find your way back home. I, you still need to find your way back to what you love doing. And exactly the same if you're in this camp of failure, is that you still need to move forward and find your way back home. I, working hard, um, return to persistence, consistency of what you love doing, i.e. creating, coaching, working, mm -hmm. helping people. And I think if you look at it that way, whether you're successful or failure, you're looking to return to the original point. Because if you're just saying success all the time, your ego gets inflated, you forget about what it was that originally got you there, is when some people, I think, go past that point of what they originally set out to do, because they've let something else, uh, such as like opinions, external expectations really weigh on them and forget about what they want to do and the impact that they want to have. Yeah, that was intense. It's like you just... I just, just that was dumped really, everything from my head then. Yeah, that was... So that analogy Yeah. It was a lot. Well, but that's that thing of like, with, with failure, I remember when I, and you will as well, when I first started with PT, I had loads of failures. Fucked up loads of times. Yeah, not, nothing, times. nothing went right at the start. The amount of things we, we've spent money on and that have fucked up. We've done that more times than we have won. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's important to note as well because from an outside perspective, sometimes you look at a lot of other people, like we've done it before, you look at other businesses, you look at other individuals and you're like, Jesus Christ, like they're doing 
they're doing this, they're doing so well. And categorically, every single person will have experienced some sort of setback. Yeah. But we, you just don't see it. It just so happens that a lot of people have seen our setback that happened on Friday because we chose to share it. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing that not a lot of people do. Like that's not a lot of people choose to share their setbacks in the way that we did it. Apologizing, isn't it? And I've said this a couple of times on the podcast, when I first got the PT for the first year, I only took home £300 a month to live off. And that was well hard, by the way. Uh, it was just, I was working well long hours and just taking home £300 a month. Mm. But people don't often see that bit, it's an iceberg for you, people don't see that bit below water, they only see the bit that comes following the work and stuff. And again, like it doesn't matter what level you get to, you're going to have failures in, in what you do and it's just about how you view them. And the real part of it is like well, how you respond to that failure, that's what really defines the individual is how you respond to that failure and the action that you take following that. Well, I think both of us and Carl, we've got quite strong mindsets mm -hmm. in terms of we were very reactive to the situation. We didn't just bury our heads in the sand and think, oh my God. Like that whole Friday, we were thinking, okay, plans, plans, what can we do, what can we do? And we recognised that we had a choice in terms of we had the ability to choose how we were going to react. Was it positively, was it negatively? Yeah, it was upsetting. But I think overall, we straight away and we really, really quickly had to adapt to the situation that mm -hmm. we just had to accept. It's hard to accept, it's not ideal, leaving it to half eight at night because we didn't want to accept it. But by the time we'd made that choice, we were like, right, okay, next steps, what do we need to do? How are we gonna overcome this? What are the like the patterns that we're gonna follow? Yeah, exactly. It's that I've said it loads of times I've had before and as I said, you can you can never fail as long as you're always learning. Like, what's that saying of fool me once? Shame on me. Shame on me. Fool me once, shame no. on me. Shame on, shame on you. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Fool me twice, shame on me. So if you make the same mistake twice, it's there's something going on. It's your, it's your own it's your own issue. But no one likes to fail, but it's an important part of the process, isn't it? It's, a, it's an important part of life. Like we, every single, and that's the thing, when you see Instagram posts or you see other people who, whether it's financially driven, whether it's they've got loads of followers, they've got loads of likes, um, they're doing well with their community, coaching, Whatever it is that they've got success in in life, they have failed at some point. Every single person has failed at something. And I think that I think if you can get that perspective, it makes you think that's it, not that bad. And I think the difference between a lot of people in terms of how I guess like robust they are is when they've made mistakes or something's gone wrong. If you have quite a robust mindset, you'll take opportunities from it. You'll think like you'll think from it, how, okay, this was so shit, you've accepted yeah. it, you kind, you kind of take it on board and then think, okay, that happened, how can I turn this around? So it's like a squat analysis? Well, kind of, yeah. So if you have like quite a robust mindset, you, you're already thinking about, okay, shit happens, I've had this major setback, rather than just, I guess, like we could have felt sorry for ourselves for the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. And, and today we couldn't be feeling sorry for ourselves and be like, oh God, we've not, we were like, okay, cool, shit, yeah, absolutely awful, what can we do? I think Quite a robust mindset approach yeah. that is. On that, on that note of mindset then, I think the other thing that desensitizes that is, it depends how confident you are as a person. I think if you've already got low self-confidence, failure can impact you quite significantly to almost a point which can, can change a pivotal point in your life. 
I, if you make the decision to soldier on, carry on, you could be that next best thing in that industry or you could be really successful, but because you've not got great self-confidence, you go, okay, that wasn't for me, I'll bury my head in the sand and turn the other way and do something where your greater meaning in life may never be exposed to. Because that, I know it's a bit, we're, <laughs> we're touching on quite a lot of those Instagram or Google quotes, yeah, but it's, it's, there's one of them where, and I do believe it's, it must be true, you'll never see more potential than in a graveyard. Lost potential in a graveyard. Because there's so many people who have, have gone through life and never really lived up to their potential. Yeah. Get that? Yeah. I don't get that. Carl, hold on, we signed up, please. Help me out here. <laughs> so basically, you'll never find more lost potential than in a graveyard. I, there's so many people who have lived life, passed away, and never ever lived up to what their potential could have been. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit close way to it. Hopefully, hopefully you know some what? of you is a bit harder. You know what Dan always says? He tells a joke or something. <laughs> tells a joke. I have to explain I, it to the... I don't sometimes understand Ben's jokes or like I don't find it funny. <laughs> but I actually ask questions about the joke so I break the joke down. And Ben's like... Destroy my, it basically. Yesterday he said my funniness is wasted on you. It is. <laughs> what's that, what's that <laughs> film off where it's like, so we wasted the good... Oh, it's a thingy, Big Daddy. Who wasted the good surprise on you? Yeah, that's what it's like right. every time I tell a joke. Like I put this tweet up yesterday and I said, oh, it was a tweet, yeah. Yeah. Basically I put this jokey, like soft humorous tweet up and it was it wrote, after a full week in the gym. You're reading it like it's a joke though. After a full week in the gym, you should expect to one, want to remove both legs to survive DOMS. Two, smell like a public toilet from severe abuse of weight protein. Three, hate people who superset nine million three hundred and seventy-three whatever exercises. Four, have trained carbs zero times. Five, be ready for next week. How would you how would how would you not take think I would would you think I was being serious from that? Yeah, so my first point with Ben's reply was I was like, I don't think you can say that about Dom because that's actually incorrect because yes. I <laughs> It was what they were coming with. I just didn't how would you have read that as a joke? Yes, yes yeah, I did. So I take things quite literally. So Ben's yes, tweet he didn't explain to me if it was supposed to be a joke and I was like, well, it's just hold the whole thing wrong, which is kind of good because I understood that everything was wrong in the joke. But you're probably like some of those people who, when I put jokey things up sometimes on TikTok, they'll go, I get a wanker. Yeah. They don't get the, the joke. Yeah, but I, yeah. You wouldn't write on a wanker like that. No, but... I wouldn't, but... Um, sorry, I was just using them before and I know loads of people do this all the time and it's always like shared around. Oh. But just to make a point that there's very, very well-known business people who had failed at the start. I can probably name them, maybe you wrote some down. I've got them all. I don't think you'll get this person actually, it's really interesting. Okay, so you go. No, no, no. Akio Morsha. Is that a spell from Harry Potter or is that a person? <laughs> Akio Morsha, I think it's Matt. Akio Morsha. Um, so, they actually co-founded Sony, oh, but wow. the company's beginnings were not so rosy. Their first product was a rice cooker, but it burned the rice. But it didn't stop them, and obviously you've got like hey. Bill Gates, Evan Williams, who founded Twitter, Fred Smith, Henry Ford, all of them, J.K. Rowling, Thomas Edison, Walt Disney. Walt Disney's a big one. No Walt Disney's a really big one. Um, Disney was fired by an editor because he lacked imagination and had no original ideas. His first animation company went bankrupt, and it's said that he was turned down hundreds of times when he sought financing for Disney World. The Walt Disney Company makes an average revenue of US $30 billion annually. <laughs> Don't give up. <laughs> not, not bad. 
Yeah, I know that's a really outrageous example, but I was just kind of exemplifying that look. It does. Yeah, do you know they're like really big examples, but the way I always view it to bring it down to earth is all those human beings just come out of womb and started in the same place. Yeah. And if you look, if you look at it, the most basic format, it started mm-hmm. as a human being and they developed exactly. developed into that point. <clears throat> Do you know what I thought you were doing there? I thought you seemed like a fly or something. <laughs> I was choked. Um, and then with the rice cooker, like having a rice cooker that burns rice, I suppose it's a little bit like having a workout app, which doesn't have any workouts. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's good. Sounds, that's good. sounds a bit like us. That sounds, that sounds familiar, that doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking progress. That's us. But, um, <laughs> we were a rice cooker. <laughs> I think there's also the point that we thought about we failing before. And on a serious note, I think, like, what, one of the things that I think like, you should potentially do after listening to this podcast, just so you can action something, I always is to, whether if you want to, if you're afraid of doing something, like, for example, if you are someone who wants to start a podcast, or you're someone who wants to start writing, or drawing, or recording, or there's an, uh, a different career venture, or there's someone that you want to ask out, be careful that one. I, what I want people to do today is think of something that they're potentially scared of or um, something that frightens them a little bit of, or where there's a little bit of pain and, and, and try doing it this week and see what happens. And it might only be something small. It might be speaking to someone. It might be writing an email. It might be contacting someone. That thing that you've been putting off for a long time or that is a bit of, makes it, that there's something there that makes you feel a little bit that grumbly feel in the stomach or yeah, makes you feel when you go up yeah. over a bump in the road and come back down that, and your stomach hits your chest that, when I do that I hurt them both so I'm not going to use that example it's um, something that makes you feel nervous inside do that today or tomorrow don't yeah. think about it don't put it off don't put it to the end of the list do it today or tomorrow and then if you want let us know in the comments what happens or yeah. just see what happens because it's, it's taking those imperfect actions that lead to results a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and this runs off the back of last week's podcast episode that we were talking about with procrastination and perfectionism. Just do something which makes you a little bit scared. That's what I need to do with swimming, you know. Potentially not to that point because I'll probably drown, but still getting amongst it. What would be something for you? The water? Having water and not thinking of like a fear, but more so like a day-to-day thing that potentially you put off. Okay, well now we're talking about procrastination, I'm talking about doing something that's fearful. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the water thing. Okay. Let's not just put a list of attack bands today. Let's, <laughs> do, let's do something constructive. I was thinking of mine, but I think I've got so, yeah. my biggest fear. Yeah. I think we, what we should do is, we should... Horses? Hey, we've got them next door now. Yeah, you, put me face to face with one of those No, stickers. I think we should make you ride one. No, absolutely fucking not. I would literally poo on the floor. <laughs> I would be. Oh, well, I'd rather come face to face with the shark. I think you should go out for the day and me and Carl should go for a walk in muddy walking boots and just walk around the house. No, I'd, li- <laughs> I'd actually be sick. Okay, so that's quite a big thing for me. I, I'm a perfectionist and I get really intern. It's really hard for me. I get internally frustrated about everything. That was a joke, by the way. I wouldn't really do that. I know, it's like, I know it's actually a, a thing for you where it's really hot. We spoke yeah. about this previous on a podcast, like with my anxiety and like being slightly with OCD. It's, it, it's, I can't explain it. I'm not going to go into it because I'm not an expert on it. Oh, I know, we know what you mean though. You, you've got a little yeah. bit of OCD. 
Yeah. It's a, I was only slightly over the whatever the score thing that I had to do with my therapist, mm-hmm. but yeah, some things are like really do you know what it is with OCD? You literally can't explain how you do with someone. Like I ask, mm-hmm. I don't have it like ridiculously bad like I know people who do. But it's like a really uncomfortable thing to deal with. On that note actually, you know what I was speaking about to start off mm-hmm. talking about taking care of yourself. And this was something that I realised only on Saturday morning that I had not been doing. Well, we were all afraid we've done this conversation before, haven't we? Yeah. Let's just keep, let's just, what are you doing there? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't have a drink of water. No, I think it's because I've got the headphones in. It's so loud. Oh, oh, what we should probably mention is actually, hello, my protein. There's also, oh, if yeah. you use my elusive coats, you will get 52% off the checkout. Oh what? yeah, actually, what this week it? you will get 52% the code, off. The code's off. You're probably best just using the My Coach Bend you want just because I'm way better. My code's way better. And it's, yeah, way, it's way easier to use type Benz. in. Are you joking? You can use Blue Seed. What's your Use Ben's code and then use my link. No, because then it will be just as yours. Business woman. By the way, we don't. the thing is for us, like, we don't get massive kickbacks from my protein. It's just mainly we have yeah, a little competition protein. between ourselves to see who gets... Um, the most link clicks basically, so that's why you say and put a link click in. Yeah, no, we absolutely love my protein, but yeah, use my coach Benji for 52% off. Yeah, also, what I was... sorry, the thing is for us, I just want to mention this because I had this conversation the other day on, on social media and I put a, I'm sorry, just about it. Like, if you go into my protein, I, the, the, the things that I would all recommend good multivitamin, good fish oil, a whey protein if you need it, like a whey protein is convenient, not essential, protein bar, great to slam in your bag. Creatine should be in everyone's stack. For me, most of the other stuff is just either optional or bullshit. When I say bullshit, PCAs, don't buy them. Buy orange orange juice something instead. Yeah, I mean, I use quite a few more supplements than that, but... Yeah, but that's why I'm saying it's optional. They're just like ones that for everyday use. And then if you've got other things that you may need on top of that. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's very individual, isn't it? Yeah, hence the optional. Yeah, like I take biotin, retinol, and zinc, all for like hair, skin, and nails. Mm. I was using biotin as well when I got the toothpaste on. Yeah, so what I was basically saying is what is like a really difficult situation when you do have setbacks or you're going through like, I, I say this whole past two or three weeks for myself, Ben and Carl, has been the hardest weeks ever because we've been up to 1am working on the app, yeah. doing things that are just instantly needed by the app team and the marketing team. So we've been getting very little sleep. We've not really been eating. I've lost a hell of a lot of weight over the past two weeks. I look very, I just, yeah, I just lost a lot of weight because we've, well, we've been living off sandwiches. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, it's four o'clock. We've forgot to eat. Let's go to the shop really quickly and get a sandwich because we've got so much to do. So we've been doing that. And then, so no sleep, not very good nutrition. Our training sessions, a lot of the time, are interrupted because of filming or the app team is suddenly calling or someone is calling us to sit down and have a meeting in the gym. Like we took our laptops to the gym the other days. Mm. So, and then, and then Saturday morning after the app launch did not launch, I said to Ben, <laughs> I said to Ben, I was like, this is the first workout that I think I've actually like enjoyed. Mm. I've just got my headphones in. I was doing a workout from the app and I just followed it and that's all I did. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I went, went back. I had oats, 
and I slept really well that night and it was those three things I was like wow if you don't take care of yourself you absolutely cannot expect things not to go well but you're not in the right mindset to take on those setbacks mm-hmm. if you're not looking after yourself yeah. and I, I can put my hands up and say we absolutely were not checking up on ourselves I think that that's the thing and I had this conversation because it was very relevant with client this week is that sometimes like health and fitness is a bit of a sliding scale and what I mean by that is there's going to be certain parts in the week in the month in the year where you're not always going to be able to be uber focused on the your training your diet and that's where becoming flexible with those things is massively helpful when it comes to mindset because there's going to be some weeks where you've got to prioritize life family children work and that's where that scale needs to be able to slide up and up and down and adjust to allow you to change that training volume or change the amount of emphasis that you put on your diet. And I think it's always important to have that those fundamentals in place. And that's where habit building is really big because once they're a part of your week, they subconsciously happen anyway. But you need to be able to know when to dial it down and dial it in because you've got more priorities on. And some weeks like those weeks require you to prioritize different tasks with a different level of attention or a different amount of time applied to them. And that was one of those weeks for us. However, it obviously went our scale flew up the fucking shot. Our dial flew up the shot last week because there's just so much going on. But um, I think it's important. We still, but the thing is, saying that though, we still went to the gym. I all, had so many sandwiches. Last all the days, but you were just all you were doing was substituting. You didn't do anything wrong, and that's where when it comes to that like eighty twenty rule, like you're always on it the other percent of the time. So the percent of the time that you had a week off to do other shit doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect your journey because you're so consistent with your elements through the other weeks. It's true. True facts. Facts. Someone actually asked me on Instagram. Sorry, I'm in a trance and you look at me on YouTube and stare for a sec. Love. I love trances. You know, you just go up, go out on yourself for like 20 seconds. My trances usually are on TikTok. Um, what was I going to say? Well, you just put up That's not actually touching you. Very close to my vicinity. <laughs> I just got, I just can't get myself comfortable. Mm. <laughs> No, my point's gone actually now. I'm yeah. going to have to just look I've got, I've obviously gotten way too into Let's my trance. Let's move on. But yeah, yeah. Set, setbacks, like, I think the most important thing for people to realise. Oh, I remember my point now. Oh, sorry. It was somebody who DM me on Instagram and said, um, I've had really little sleep over this week, but I need to train. What should I do? And I said, don't train. Like, you've categorically said you're, you're very fatigued and you've had very little sleep. Why do you, the word need... I was like, why do you need to train? You probably don't need to. Nothing's going to happen if you miss one gym session mm-hmm. or a week's gym, a week's worth of gym sessions. Sleeping well and reducing your fatigue is probably more beneficial yeah. that week for you in particular yeah, yeah. than just needing... You don't, you don't ever need to train. You don't need to train. If you're just, an, if you're just a gym-goer, when I was a swimmer, yeah, we literally have to, have to train. If you're a gym-goer and you're saying to me... I'm really fatigued, I've had no sleep this past week, I need to train. Yeah. You don't need to train, you obviously need to get more sleep. You just, maybe pretend you just need a different stimulus to replace that this week so you can yeah. recover. Can you think of any other times in life apart from this where like, it, you had a big failure and it hit you hard? Yeah, one that I can't share, but anyone knows exactly what it is. I can't think of what it is at the moment, but yeah. Two years ago. I can't still can't think of what it is. Yeah, it, I'll say after. That was significant. What, I had, one I had a lot of panic attacks. Um... Oh, I guess like for me, like quitting swimming. That was like that a failure? really big failure. Yeah. Really? Because it was basically if I'd come fourth at British Champs, I would have carried on. 
and aimed to go to Rio. I came sixth and I just quit, which which for me is kind of a failure. Mm. But it's also hard because I just start to really hate the sport. Yeah. I wasn't enjoying it and it was, I did probably need to stop doing it. Yeah. However, it did feel like a failure when you've done something for so long. You didn't, You when you swim to that level, you want to get to the Olympics. Yeah. I never did, so the categorically it was a failure for me. I'm trying to think of mine. I just don't talk about it. My, one of mine, which is a big thing at the time, but also not that big, was I went to Sheffield Uni and mum and dad's got like a lot of money moving me there. They've taken time away from their weekend or whatever to like do trips back and forth with all my stuff that I need to do up there. I've been like three or four weeks, I was so miserable, I quit, cancelled my tuition and decided to move back home. And that was a time where I felt like an absolute failure to everyone because everyone was like wishing me well, wish, oh, be back in basically back in three years' time. I was like, oh, I'm back next week, yeah. And yeah. that I felt like a failure doing that. The only thing that kept me kind of the same was that I'd already applied to John Moore for the next year. I knew I was going back to Liverpool, so I kind of knew I was going back into something. I had a backup plan for it. Yeah. But I still felt like a failure because I had to put myself out there, like put on socials or well, that was that big at the time. But I'm moving to Sheffield Uni, and then oh, two weeks, you back then? Yes, I am. Yes, I am back. Here I am. Yes. Hope you've not allocated my room. And I went, and I, got, I actually got back, and I signed on the dole. And got job seekers allowance for like maybe six months. Mm. Um, whilst we were applying for jobs and then during that time I think I got a job in Halfords and I worked there for like two or three years whilst in uni mm. and that was probably a, uh, a big one for me. Not that I'm saying, by the way, going on job seekers on the dole was a failure. Yeah, so that was what I did, story my story of leaving uni, I felt like a failure from doing that and then wanted to do that. But on, on that note, guys, I think that, that tails off quite a nice episode uh, for the end of this season. Very sad last episode because me and Lucy actually do really enjoy doing these on a weekly basis. And like we said before, it's almost like a little therapy session. When does this go live? I've got to check. Um, I do not know why. Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. We don't, we can't, we're not on that. <laughs> we can't yeah, watch uh, You'll probably have to see it. What we'll do is uh, we'll leave the link at the moment in the waiting list for it to go live so that you will know straight away. So if you're interested in signing up for the app, there will be a link where you can find out more about and the exact day that we'll be releasing because at this moment in time, we don't know. We've actually got a call in half an hour to discuss that, um, which would be very interesting. But also with clicking that link, which you absolutely should do, you will get 50% off. Yes. So definitely just do it anyway. Don't forget about the giveaway. Oh yes, the giveaway. Microphone giveaway. Leave a review or leave a comment in the YouTube so that you've done so. And also subscribe to the YouTube channel because it'll be really cool because you'll be one of the first pairs to be notified when the new set is up and you'll be able to have a little look what it looks like when we get in the new set. Big, big, big thank you again to all listeners and subscribers. You are the best. In the world. In the world. A big, big thank you to the main man, i.e. Carl Hibbard, who's been essential to this season, who's actually came up with the idea to launch the video episode. So he's been editing every single week, getting them up, getting all the podcast plugs done. Um, and to a very, very high standard. So if you uh, have enjoyed the episodes, when you're on Instagram, tag at Colin Hibbard. He will put it somewhere. Ah, it's actually at Cal Hibbard. At Cal Hibbard. You'll always find him anyway. Look at him, he's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll catch you soon. Oh, no, we're going to say we won't see you in the next, uh, next one because there's not going to be a next one this season. But we'll, we'll see you soon, though. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next season. Uh, subscribe, stay tuned. 
We'll see you on in the Trivia Poll on the Mayor. And we hope that you have a wonderful rest of the year. Thank hope Christmas. you have a fantastic Christmas. Uh, and we hope that you enjoy the app when it releases. Wee! Jazz hands! <laughs> <laughs> jazz hands.